0: Welcome back. Thanks for listening to those uh, very nice people from Glenbard East High School. My next guest, uh, me being Rick Hogan, the show being After Hours, uh, is a guy I admire tremendously. His name's Peter Ferry. He, too, was a teacher in Lake Forest not in Glenbard not in Lombard and he's the author of two of my literally two of my favorite novels of all time travel writing which was published in 2008 and was greeted with unbelievable praise from a number of critics and then a few years later came old heart i wrote this about it peter you listening you're on the phone, yeah, aren't you? I do, yeah, okay, I do. so here, I'm going to bore you with what I wrote about your book. Uh, a stunning story. In bright and precise prose, it tells of an 85-year-old Tom Johnson, a World War II vet who decides, much to the alarm of his, uh, maybe dead, should be in a nursing home, grown children, to find the woman he believes to have been the great love of his life, lost over decades and perhaps for good. And so off he goes to a lovely town in the Netherlands and all manner of quiet joys and revelations as well as complications, both legal and emotional. The book is called Old Heart, and it is being dramatized uh, on stage at the Redford Theater in Detroit uh, Saturday and Sunday. How did this come to be, Peter Ferry? And welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. Thank you so much.
1: It came to me because um, there's a little bookstore in South Haven, Michigan called Black River Books. And someone came in there asking for my book. And um, <laughs> it, it ended up in the hands of, well, I should say, someone came into the library in Muskegon asking for my book. Mm-hmm. And the librarian um, didn't know of it. Huh. and uh got it read it, liked it, gave it to her husband, Roger Rappaport, who, who read it and liked it, and got in touch with me, and said, Hey,
0: can I turn this into a play
1: and, I said, <laughs> and, sure. what we, and your I your it.
0: your first reaction was what
1: oh uh, I was uh, enormously flattered and delighted that someone liked the story. <laughs> Uh, as much as he did, as much as I do. Um, and uh, it's gone from there. Uh, Roger is a, an independent filmmaker. He's a writer. Uh, he's written for everyone under the sun, from the Atlantic Monthly to Harper's and and uh, Esquire and Sports Illustrated. He's a columnist for the San Francisco Chronicle. And uh, he's made three independent films that have all won awards huh. uh, in film festivals. And now he's uh, turned his his hand toward converting this into a play, and he's done it in a masterful way, I think.
0: Well, we also have on the phone, and welcome to the show, Carol Ludwig, uh who is in the play. Hello, Carol. How are you?
2: Fine, thank you. I'm happy to be here.
0: Well, I'm happy to have you too. What role? What role do you play in the show? And how did how did uh, Mister Rappaport uh, find you?
2: Well, I have. Uh, Roger and I are friends, mm-hmm. and I play Anne Marie Decker, um, the attorney who Tom um, gets in touch with in Beethoven to help him um, search for his long lost love.
0: Were you taken. You, you obviously have read the book, yes?
2: Actually, no, purposely not. Oh, interesting. I,
0: interesting.
2: Yeah. Um, I want to see how the collaboration between. Roger, our director, Carl, and Peter, how this melds into our beautiful production before I read the original work, because they're two different animals, really.
0: Indeed they are. Indeed they are. Kara, I don't know you, but I'm telling you right now, you will love the book. Uh, But, (laughs) Peter, there have been some uh, substantive changes to the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, to to the book. Uh, What are they? Well, that's why I think that... uh, Carol is right in using the
1: term collaboration because I, I think that it is a collaboration between Roger and me, and now Carl as it materializes on the, on the stage. Um, a major change is uh, that the main character Tom Johnson, the eighty-five-year-old guy who goes back to look for his uh, lost sweetheart in the Netherlands, um, in the novel is uh, is white, and in uh, on in the play uh, is African-American. And that African American. Did I just think it's a stroke of genius?
0: How so? It, it... E- explain. Explain the genius behind that. I there is, and I'll tell you all, ladies and gentlemen listening. There's a Vimeo clip. Uh, that looks like a fabulous uh, trailer for a film, actually. And the first time I saw it, I wasn't expecting the character to be to be African American, but I nor was I. Yeah, <laughs> well, when he when he wait, you saw it. He didn't he didn't tell you about that. Before? No, I, I knew it at that point. <laughs> what what but, was uh... your What was your immediate reaction to that? I mean, it is a character that you wrote a character that you, Peter Ferry, created. And when he told you that, was there a, hmm, I'm not sure. I thought it was a stroke of genius. Really? Why? Well, well, I'd never thought of it. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) And so, uh, because race was so much mixed up in uh, the Second World War, Mm -hmm. Sarah von Prague Mm-hmm. The young character we think is Jewish um, as, as a girl. Um, there's, there's so much to do with the Holocaust. There's so much to do. And, and Tom Johnson is part of a, a, a regiment of, of soldiers, black American soldiers, who uh, form a transportation company that's funneling um, arms up the, uh, up the line during what was called Operation Market Garden, um, and uh, you know, they were they were, for one thing, uh, relegated to positions as drivers, and they they were not uh, initially allowed into combat. So there's that whole story of the integration of the American Army. Yeah. At that time, uh-huh. there the, and then there is the background of the Holocaust. And the story of uh, of Holland during the war, during what was called the Hunger Winter, the Hunger Winter, when uh, the Nazis uh, barricaded everything and the people were reduced to eating tulip bulbs Mm. um, Mm. in in Holland. Um, There's a lot there that that wasn't in the novel. I mean, uh, I'm damn proud of the novel. No question. But I'm delighted with what Roger has brought to it.
0: He's put layer on layer. Hey, Carol Ludwig, you have been, obviously, in rehearsal for this for this uh, production of Old Heart that takes place at the Redford Theater in Detroit Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, how has that gone? I mean, one, one, this this play, I think the pandemic stalled it at one point i think it was supposed to premiere it it earlier in the thing have you been involved for a long time carol
2: i've actually been involved since this february so uh, that's that's when i came in to the process but i'm glad you asked about rehearsals because we've been doing them via zoom Mm
0: -hmm. and
2: tomorrow is going to be the first time that we all meet each other i remember tonight um, I came in today and, and we're going to all see each other tomorrow for the first time, but we've been rehearsing and doing table reads and all that via Zoom and which like, that tool is wonderful to get things done. It does, you know, it is lacking in that we can't, you know, have that creative process energetically sure and we're doing
0: it you have after a short commercial break if you both hang on you've you have a very interesting career you're also a you're also right you've got a, a civil war historical fiction coming up you do uh, you're a storyteller i want to talk to you about your career too and we will talk more about this production pete ferry have you seen any of it on stage obviously yep. not huh have not. Yeah, well, this is very interesting. Please hold on, you two. Uh, Peter Ferry, the author of Old Heart, the novel being brought to the stage with uh, Carol Ludwig, among many, not many. It's not a big cast, but other actors Saturday and Sunday. You can go to Redford Theater with an re dot com to see about getting tickets, and we will be back in a few minutes. Welcome back to After Hours with me, Rick Hogan. I am on the telephone with a man I admire tremendously and a friend, Peter Ferry, a novelist, and soon to be what you, Pete, uh <laughs> you're a novelist, but you have a play that's gonna premiere. What do you call yourself now? I'm a novelist. Roger Rappaport <laughs> is the playwright. Yeah. When you saw and I also have on the phone uh uh Carol, uh ludwick who is performing in the show your first, this is your first uh, stage role since the pandemic started isn't it carol
2: yes it is
0: is that exciting for you it must be it must oh, be
2: absolutely. yeah it, it, it's been such a crazy time for for all you know actors of course so yeah it's going to be really fun to be live with people again with the live audience
0: well yeah that's that that is one of the things that that uh, warms the hearts of actors is to hear applause mm-hmm. <clears throat> on stage. You also, Carol, you're a, you're a storyteller. You're a life cycle celebrant, and mm-hmm. you're a novelist. You're having a, a Civil War historical novel published. Is that true?
2: It is, but I certainly wouldn't call myself a novelist. Um, I, um, my father wrote a book about Sherman's march through Georgia, and he didn't complete it before he passed away. Oh. So I finished it for him. And we're in the process of getting it published with lexographic press, which is really exciting. But, yeah, definitely I would not call myself a novel. What's
0: what's the title of the book?
2: It's called March to the Sea.
0: When you two saw, and I don't know if you have, Carol, there is a marvelous, marvelous, I think, Vimeo video uh, that is, as I said, like a film trailer for Old Heart. Pete, you've seen that a number of times, haven't you? I watch it daily, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I have it with a cup of coffee every cup of coffee every, I have. Sometimes two or three times. A day. Well, one of the things about it is it is so I found so artfully made. I uh, think so too. And did you ever think to yourself, and did you, and, and maybe Mr. Rapport too, saying, "Hey, you're you're a pretty good filmmaker just based on this thing. Let's make a mo- Let's make a movie and not a play." Well, sure. Okay.
1: Uh, you know, and and who knows what will happen down the road. Right now, it's just really exciting to see it in play form. But And Roger has, has taken this thing to his heart. He's gone to the Netherlands. He's gone to Veldhoven, mm. which is where I lived uh, as an exchange teacher years ago, and where the story is set. Um, he's visited uh World War Two museums all over the place. He... he He's become an expert
0: on that whole thing.
1: Uh, uh, it's a play. Right. Could it be a movie sometime? I, I don't know, maybe.
0: Have you read the entire play? Oh, sure. Oh, oh yeah. Do you read it every day? Just joking. <laughs> you, yes, my daily newspaper. I read the play every day, and then I watch the video, and then I take a nap. Uh, well, I, I,
1: in a way, I, I'm i a little bit more like Carol. I have read it. And, you know, I would. uh for sure, because we, we signed a contract early on. Sure, um, But uh, I, I've stayed away from the script in large part. I, mm. It just feels like, except for that, except for a careful initial read-through. Now it's uh, belongs to someone else, and let's see what he's going to do with it. Well, I that, think it'll be
0: interesting. That's a very interesting uh, way of behaving. I think actors, too. Hey, Carol Ludwig, you... As an actress, uh, put yourselves, put yourself in control of the director and/or playwright. Do you not? You have to trust that person.
2: Absolutely, but but again, I would use the word collaboration. Mm-hmm. You know, like I like to, like I call Carl the boss. Like when we text, I'm like, "Hey, boss," uh-huh. you know, because he is, you know. But I I bring you know, myself and my interpretation, of course, to the role. Sure. But y- you work in concert with the director to make sure it's what the vision, you know, what they have in mind.
0: When is your first uh, in-person rehearsal? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Wow, she just drove concert. up today, and it's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, Peter, are you going to go up for rehearsals, too, or no? No. No. I'm going to go during this week, uh, but
1: not to toward the end of it.
0: I have some stuff to do
1: there but I'm I'm not going to Do they get part me, of the rehearsals as far as I know?
0: Uh, the oh, Carol, I think just think this is going to be so exciting for you to meet uh, in person uh the people with whom you'll be collaborating on stage. Yes. And and there is a process in any play that is in pre-production of, it's a really organic thing. And you're, is your experience that that in rehearsals things wind up changing? I'm not saying radically changing, but are altered or refined? A- to-
2: Absolutely. And, and what's interesting with this, um, and I think Roger was talking about this, when he wrote it, you can write something, and, there, and it's very rich in history, the script. And that history is front and center. But that also, you know, lends the possibility. You want to make sure that the dialogue makes sense, and, and that it's, you know, it isn't too much exposition. And so the table reads were really helpful because once he heard the actors speaking the lines, and sometimes we would just change it a little bit to make it, you know, sound more comfortable. That was part of the collaboration as well. So that was really valuable in the Zoom rehearsals. But it's going to be just lovely tomorrow to be face to face. Because that's when things really start cooking, you know, when you're together and you're in the same place, and you can see what bubbles up from that.
0: No question, no question. That's going to be interesting for you, too, Peter, I think, to to meet face-to-face. The the people, it's an amazing thing to have living, breathing, flesh-and-blood people reading what you wrote and being oh, yeah. being the embodiment of manifestation of characters that existed for a long time only in your mind is it is it weird at all, Pete? Uh, it,
1: it's kind of wonderful.
0: Yeah, it, it, I mean, I find myself
1: looking even at that trailer and thinking, "Oh, so that's what you look like." <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> so that's what you sound like, and uh, yeah, I'm very excited about it.
0: Uh what do you know about this what do you know about the Redford Theater? Have you ever been there?
1: Uh I haven't. I think it I don't know. Carol may know more about it than I do. I think it's a well known venue for all kinds of performance, uh including um, stage plays, but films and lecture series and music. But
0: uh I'm uh I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> Carol talk to me for a bit about about your career as an actor.
2: Well, I've just been doing this about 10 11 years. Mm-hmm. So I got into it rather late and had my training in Chicago. Where? Um Second City, mm-hmm. um it was my first school and then the Green Shirt Studio.
0: Mm, sure, sure.
2: So, um yeah, so that's about what? 10 11 years ago. And then What kind what of-
0: drew you what drew you to acting in the first place?
2: oh, my goodness, when I was a little girl, I wanted to either be an actor or a vet. (laughs) I think it was just um, telling stories and being able to be somebody else for a little while. You know, as when I was younger, you know, that that was what it is. And then now it's more the thrill of being able to help, you know, forward a storyline and have people feel something and and engage an audience and, and move people
0: and you 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 must in some way you must i think it's great for you to be back on stage because you must all actors feed off a live audience do they not
2: oh absolutely
0: yeah yeah that, absolutely that is where i think is some of the great rewards of uh of uh acting lie because you know unless you're you know tom cruise you don't get paid a lot sometimes to be <laughs> to be an actor we're going to take a little break and if you two could could stay on just for uh, through the uh, news and i want to ask you a couple more questions about and you can think about this your hopes for the future of old heart the play is that is that okay to call it that pete old heart the play
1: That's what I call it. Okay.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I'm. I'm glad you watch that Vimeo every day. It would be a wonderful way to start every (laughs) single start start every single day. So, ladies and gentlemen, hold on. Uh, You can go to the website, uh, which is Redford Theater with an R E. dot com to see all about getting tickets, and you can meet Carol and Peter after the shows that are next Saturday. It's coming Saturday at 7 p.m. and next Sunday at 4 p.m. in Detroit. We will be back in a few minutes. Welcome back, Rick Hogan on WGN. The show is called After Hours and the play is called Old Heart. It is premiering. It's a world premiere it is Saturday at seven o'clock and Sunday at four o'clock at the Redford Theater in Detroit. You can go to Redford Theater with an RE dot com to see about tickets. It is the collaborative effort of novelist Peter Ferry, upon whom the play is novel Old Heart is based. Carol Ludwig, one of the cast members of the show, who's been sort of rehearsing over Zoom and is very excited to rehearse in person tomorrow. Carol, you've been an actress for a long time. You have butterflies? You nervous?
2: You know, there's always that good butterfly yeah. You know, zooming, zooming around in there, and that means you're excited, and then you want to bring something to life. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody live tomorrow. That's going to be a big deal.
0: It is, you know? Pete. How, yeah, uh, you have butterflies. It, 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 you know. I know you've read the play. I know you watch the Vimeo uh, every day. Uh, are you nervous at all, Pete? How, how do you? Yes. Anxious?
1: Yeah. As, as 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 much as I'm impressed by the people who are doing this, I'm nervous because it's a little bit like turning your child over to to uh, someone else. And just, uh, nervous in a positive way. I'm excited to see what will
0: happen they'll do with it. Well, I'm excited for you to see this brought to stage. This Roger Rappaport sounds like a very, very interesting guy, and he fell in love with the book, <clears throat> and he's a filmmaker of some note, and if you do, you know, it's easy to go to Vimeo and, and uh, search for uh, search for Old Heart and see what he's made on film, which looks like a, a remarkable kind of trailer what do you think, Carol? I know it's it, Carol uh, Ludwig. It's not the place of an actor to say, yes, I hope this runs. Uh, I hope we get picked up and go to Broadway. But do you have any any ambitions for the play? And I'm saying this not having even you haven't even rehearsed in person yet. Do you have ambitions for this? You, you, do you like the role in which you're cast?
2: I, I quite like it. I um, Because the role of the attorney. Mm hmm. Um, she's, she's very Dutch. And from what I've been learning about the Dutch, they're very pragmatic and very straightforward, but she also is compassionate and, and is so, um, and full of respect for Tom and his service, right? So it's a lovely role to embody. Um, and what I really want for this first and foremost, all everyone who's poured their heart into, to this, these two performances,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I just want this to be a stellar success. I have a great feeling about when we all get together, and I think let, let's embody these characters that Peter so lovingly wrote. Let's get this on its feet. Let's have the audience learn about this rich piece of history. And then that will tell us what the next steps are, really. You know, so it's like, let's let this week be its glorious thing and have a, a beautiful two, two shows and then see what's next.
0: Boy, that's a wonderfully uh, rational and optimistic way of looking at this thing. Carol yeah, I p- couldn't agree more. Yeah, I think that was beautifully said. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too, Peter Ferry. And you would know. Peter, are you writing anything new these days?
1: Yeah, I'm writing a bunch of stuff.
0: Another novel? Um,
1: yes, I have a couple of short stories coming out uh, this spring. One in Hypertext, which is the Columbia... College uh, literary journal, one in a California journal.
0: Oh, fantastic! Called Catamaran. So fantastic, as busy. you know, as you know, you are my favorite novelist on the planet. And Carol, I can't wait to your uh, historical fiction, finishing your father's book, uh, a historical fiction, Civil Thank War, you. Civil War novel. Please keep me posted on that. Hey, I'm going. I'm going to try to get up to Detroit. I don't know if I can manage it, but but I have the feeling.
1: Well, if it's any good, it'll probably come to
0: you. Yes. Well, <laughs> yes, I can be an impresario in Chicago and stage yeah. it here. Uh, best to break a leg, you two. Break a leg, as they say in Thank the theater you. business. And Carol, lovely to meet you on us. the phone. And uh, Peter, it's always great to talk to you, and I'm... I'm I'm very hopeful about the future of Old Heart, which is being brought to the stage at seven PM Saturday and four PM Sunday at the Redford Theater in Detroit. You can get tickets by going to Redford Theater with an R E dot com and get up there. If you live in Detroit, I know this radio station goes to Detroit. If you live anywhere nearby, this would be something to see. Because then, 20 years from now, when the film version of Old Heart has swept the Oscars, if they still even have Oscars, you can say, hey, I was there. I saw the I saw the first show at the Redford Theater in Detroit. Carol, lovely to meet you on the phone. Pete, always a Thank great you. pleasure to talk to you. Take care. Both. Thank you, Thank you care. so much. I enjoyed it. My pleasure. So did I. So did I. Thank you.